you are now on air. Morning audio day is 01.25.2024. Current time, 06 a.m. Eastern time here in upstate New York. That'd be the southern tier of upstate New York where I live and reside this Thursday morning, wannabe Friday morning, hashtag wannabe Friday. Rich Roberts, Fireman Rich here on Spotify for Podcasters app. And this is the Fireman Rich audio podcast, Morning Coffee. And it would be the Morning Coffee uh, audio podcast if we didn't have a cup of coffee in hand and that's exactly what I have this morning Mm. first cup of the day and hopefully it's going to be a hashtag positive start to the day hashtag PSTTD because that's what it's all about get that uh, start off on the right foot as far as that goes and uh, get the day started and build up that positivity just in case the crap it's the fan here later in the day. We have some cushion there to cushion that to get through the day. Uh, how are we all doing, folks? Rich Roberts, Fireman Rich, like I said, here on um, uh, Spotify for Podcasters app. And you can also find me over there on X slash Twitter at Fireman Rich. Truth Social as at Fireman Rich. Blue Sky at Fireman Rich. I'm liking Blue Sky. And Instagram threads at Fireman Rich. And then over there on the public Facebook page, it is the real Fireman Rich. I'm also over there on Rumble as Fireman Rich. But if you go to YouTube, it's Rich at Richard M. Roberts. You got the little at sign and Richard M. Roberts. I was able to uh, tag down that uh, particular name, my actual name, when they did a uh, change here about uh, a year ago, I think it was, where you could uh, change your, your ta- the name of your YouTube channel. It used to be called the Tioga Fire Protection and Fire Prevention uh, page. And that was primarily because I'm a retired Air Force firefighter. I did the firefighting uh, bit, but I also did the uh, fire inspection, fire prevention bit on the other side of the house, Mm, as they like to call it. So I do have a background. Um, That was my career. And then I was gainfully employed for... um, uh, after I got out of the service for about 19 years, and I've been retired now for about nine months now. Uh, officially retired, okay, when you get out of the service, United States Air Force. Oh, you're retired. No, I'm just transitioning out because I was still, uh, what, 48, 49 years old? I still had a lot of work in me. I still have a lot of work in me, but it, it just uh, was time to take a step back from the day job, the previous employer that I was working for and um, where I had been for a good 17 years, very good 17 years. I have no complaints there. Uh, almost as good as being in the Air Force and stuff. But uh, but we are officially a retired, so I get to do um, um, at my leisure this... Uh, let's go ahead and backtrack on the uh, 
intro music. But I get to do at my leisure here, which um, each morning to do a, a morning broadcast, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, it's over there on Twitch. It's a live stream, and that's the difference between live streaming and actual doing an audio podcast. You don't have the, 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 the chat the people that come in that have the, uh, a great conversation. Uh, but uh, I love doing the audio, so I've been uh, doing this for quite some time and trying to keep it on a regular schedule basis of Tuesdays and Thursdays. Last Tuesday, or this past Tuesday, we just did the uh, Mixcloud. I do two day, two Tuesdays a month. So it's been a week since I've done the audio podcast, but it's good to be back here on Spotify for Podcasters app. It's the old Anchor app, but don't tell Spotify that. <laughs> no, I, I appreciate Spotify for uh, keeping the app the way it is because it is a great, it's a studio on my phone that's right in front of me on the computer desk. And um, uh, I love it. It's a great, uh, uh, it's portable and uh, it's got a lot of great features. So uh, I've been using it for a number of years uh, since we all left um what did i do before this oh it was di get dialogue which you could actually bring people in it's sort of like what people are doing on that um that platform over on x slash twitter uh uh twitter spaces as they, they call it or else uh, clubhouse over on the uh, apple ios side they were doing that back way back before it became popular now we could bring like up to 50 people in on an audio room and stuff and talk. It's sort of like a party line. The old party lines from the telephone era, you know, before all this cell phone stuff. <laughs> but uh, we are getting our day started here and currently here in the southern tier of upstate New York. It's a uh, I'm going to say a warm 38 degrees Fahrenheit, which equates to about three degrees Celsius, primarily because last week we did have a cold stretch. And it's, I guess it's staying warm for the most part. Uh, me and the missus went out for a walk yesterday and it was a little bit uh, damp out. We did get some rain yesterday. It was raining most of the day yesterday. And I think it's still raining just a tad out there. I do see some fog off in the distance on some lights there, but it's still dark for all practical purpose. And, um, but, um, 38 degrees Fahrenheit. And what did I say? Three degrees uh, Celsius. Yeah. Three degrees Celsius. And today it's going to be cloudy with light rain this morning, areas of patchy fog. Okay. So I am seeing fog <laughs> high of 48 degrees Fahrenheit. Woohoo. Uh, winds light and variable chance of rain. 90%. Uh, sun will be rising this morning at zero seven twenty six. Was it? It's in exactly one hour and thirty minutes, or twenty-nine minutes, seven twenty-six a.m. And the sun will be setting an extra minute or so, five eleven p.m. later. We're get, we're gaining that minute. One minute, two minutes each uh, day of sunlight. So I think there's less than sixty days of uh, uh, sixty days of uh, uh, winter until spring. So uh, keep that in mind, and uh, winter goes by that much quicker. Uh, let's see our world times and temperatures as I speak. We have uh, in Honolulu, Hawaii at 1.07 a.m., 71 degrees Fahrenheit. In Phoenix, Arizona at 4.07 a.m., cloudy skies, 50 degrees um, 
Fahrenheit. Cloudy in Honolulu as well, too. In Chicago, Illinois, the Windy City at 5.08 a.m. Cloudy, I think maybe possible stormy clouds at 30 and 37 degrees Fahrenheit. In New York City, it's raining down in New York City, the jungle at 6.08 a.m., 49 degrees Fahrenheit. Across the pond, over uh, across the Atlantic Ocean to Cork, Ireland at 11.08 a.m. Cloudy skies, 50 degrees Fahrenheit. In Milan, Italy at 12.08 p.m. Manja, manja, manja. It's lunchtime over there in Italy. Um, it looks like they got some, some stormy sky, skies brewing there. 46 degrees Fahrenheit. In Kuala Lumpur, at 7.08 p.m. in their early evening, we got thunderstorms and rain, 80 degrees Fahrenheit there in Kuala Lumpur. And Tokyo, Japan at uh, 8.09 p.m. at, uh, let's see, clear skies, 40 degrees Fahrenheit. And down there on the continent of Australia, where yesterday during the live stream Twitch broadcast, we had three Aussies in our um, chat there yesterday. I was talking to them. So uh, hello to uh, uh, Bernie, Mel, and uh, Joanne down there in Australia. At 10.09 p.m. in Melbourne, it's uh, raining and it's 64 degrees Fahrenheit. And over into Sydney, Australia at the same time, 10.09 p.m. Uh, evening time there. Cloudy skies, 78 degrees Fahrenheit. And those are our world times and temperatures as I speak. And we do have a thought for today. And it comes from uh, a great American poet, Robert Frost, who was an American poet. Uh, he worked, uh, his work was initially published over in England before it was published here in the United States of America. And uh, we thank him for that. He was born in San Francisco and passed away back in 1963 up in Boston, Massachusetts. And uh, his quote in our thought for the day is pretty, I can relate to this one. Um, in three words, I can sum up everything I've learned about life. It goes on. I couldn't agree more. Let me read that one more time. In three words, I can sum up everything I've learned about life. It goes on, Robert Frost. And I would agree with that totally because uh, I'm always one, and you probably heard me say many a times, you got to stay on an even keel, but uh, one of the most important things is to move forward. So I could say it in two words, move forward. And... Um, his outlook about life, it goes on. Yeah, life will go on. You cannot stop time. That is time marching down the street as we kick that can called life. <laughs> as I like to say also, I tied a lot of uh, 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 things into that, this, this one quote. But uh, a very good quote. In three words, I can sum up everything I've learned about life. It goes on. Exactly. It will go on. And um, uh, thank you, Mr. Robert Frost, a great American poet. And let's see, our national day today, we got three of them. And I, I'm 
perplexed on two of them. The first one, National Florida Day, that gets thrown into the... Uh, th did we have National Florida Day? Maybe that was last year, but we're going to throw it in the trash bin there. We don't need no state national day there. Uh, the next one is National Irish Coffee Day. That's a good one. I like this one, though. National Opposites Day. National Opposite Day. Uh, let's see... National Opposite Day on January 25th celebrates a fun day of switcheroos. What what better way to do to not celebrate? <laughs> we don't really mean that. Or do we? There we go. There's two opposites. <laughs> Hashtag National Opposite Day. So uh, um, I'm not going to do a radio broadcast today. Oh, wait a minute. Yes, I am going to do one. Got to make sure I get the opposites right. <laughs> uh, good morning or is it good night? Hello or is it goodbye? I am cold or I am hot. The aim of the day is to have fun. This is sort of like a, a, a prelude to April Fool's Day. Um, uh, but to have fun all day long saying exactly the opposite of what you mean. Uh, this day has kids rejoicing everywhere. Oh, God, they're probably screwing up the teachers in school today. <laughs> it is also a great day. Day for adults to play around and break out the the winter uh, break out the, uh, the, of the winter blues. Maybe we should have dinner for breakfast and breakfast for dinner. There we go. Most sources say opposite day is always observed on January 25th, while other sources say it's a celebration by some on January 7th. It's always believed to be celebrated by a group of people on the 25th each month of the year. That, that doesn't make any sense. Um, let's see. Uh, let's see. And that's something, I guess, uh, was it SpongePants? SpongeBob SquarePants even gets into the act when an episode uh, contained the whimsical nature of this day. Oh, there was an opposite day episode. I remember that. Okay. So there he is. It's uh, National Opposite Day as far as that goes. Um, let's see. What are we doing here? Okay, we're, we're on track. For a minute there, I thought I wasn't recording, but I am recording. There's two opposites. I'm looking at the iPad mini. I say, I'm not recording on the iPad mini, but it's over here next on my um, LG Style 5 phone. Oh, my God. I just had a senior moment there as far as I'm, I'm not actually recording, but I'm, I'm doing the, the, the audio podcast here. Okay, let's get into our um, interesting article here. And this is um, another one from Outer Space there. Um, astronomers detect oldest black hole ever observed uh, dating from the dawn of the universe. And you can see from the picture there, that's a uh, Peter uh, artist uh, illustration of a black hole uh, from NASA. Researchers have discovered the oldest black. How do they know it's the oldest black hole? You know, but anyway, <laughs> researchers have discovered the oldest black hole ever observed dating from the dawn of the universe and found that it's still in the possession in the process of it consuming its host galaxy. That's what they do. They they feed. We have one in the center of the Milky Way that's probably feeding on stuff. The international team, led by the University of Cambridge, uh, used the James Webb Space Telescope. That's a great piece of hardware right there that we have up there in the cosmos to detect the black hole, which dates from 
100 million years after the Big Bang, more than 13 billion years ago. And that's what the, the, um, the James Webb Space Telescope does. It's looking back in the past. I was going to say back into the future, but no, it's back in the past. <laughs> um, so the results, which um, was led by author Professor Roberto uh, Malino, says a great leap forward are reported in the journal uh, Nature. That this surprising massive black hole, a few million times the mass of our sun, even exists so early in the universe's uh, challenges our assumption about how black holes form and grew. Astronomers believe that the supermassive black hole found at the center of galaxies like the Milky Way, we have one in our Milky Way, grew to their current size over billions of years. But the size of the newly discovered black hole suggests that they might form in other ways. They might be born big or they can consume matter at a rate that's five times higher than uh, had been thought possible. So this is a change in the way we're looking at uh, our, all our scientists, folks, astronomers alike, are uh, thinking about uh, black holes, I guess. According to the standard moder models, supermassive black holes form from the remnant of dead stars, which collapse and may form a black hole about a hundred times the mass of the sun. And that's, that's big. If it grew in its expected way, this newly detected black hole would take about a billion years to grow to its observed observe size. And how they observe it, they the um, uh, on the James Webb Space Telescope, they're they're detecting things in the infrared. Okay, that's something we can't see. So this is all infrared that they're receiving off of this black hole that they're seeing. The catch is that the universe was not yet a billion years old when this black hole was detected. Ooh, interesting. It's very. It's very early in the universe to see a black hole this massive, so we've got to consider other ways they might have formed, said uh, Mer Mayo Lino from Cambridge um, uh, Cavastish Laboratory and Cavillo Institute of Cosmetologies. There's a mouthful. Um, he suggests that because the first galaxies to form were extremely gas-rich, they would have been like a uh, buffet for black holes. Indeed, this ancient black hole seems to have the uh, metabolism of one who frequents buffets because the scientists determined it gobbles up surrounding matters much more vigorously than its siblings at later uh, epochs. So maybe it's traveling around. Can black, black holes move around? So um, the youngest host galaxy called GN-Z11 glows from such an energetic black hole as its center. 
okay, because it's shooting out material after it consumes it. Black holes cannot be detected, cannot be directly observed, but instead they are detected by telling the tell, telltale glow of the swirling ex, uh, accelerating disk, which forms near the edges of the black hole. Okay, I was wrong about that. It's the black hole rim. The gas in the acceleration disk becomes extremely hot and starts to glow and radiates energy in the ultraviolet range. Okay, so the James Webb Space Telescope is picking up the ultraviolet ray range. The strong glow is how astronomers are able to detect black holes. GN-Z11 is uh, a complete galaxy about 100 times smaller than our Milky Way, but the black hole is likely harming its development. When black holes consume too much gas, it pushes the gas away like a ultra-fast wind. The wind could stop the process of star formations, slowly killing the galaxy, but it will also kill the black hole itself, as it would also cut off the black hole's source of food. So maybe it's overeating. <laughs> um, the lead professor says that the uh, gigantic leap forward provided by James Webb Space, Space Telescope makes this the most exciting time of his career. I think that's doing a lot of the James Webb Space Telescope is probably doing that to a lot for a lot of astronomers and scientists. Uh, it's a new era. The giant leap in uh, sensitivity, especially in the infrared, is like upgraded from Galileo's te telescope to a modern telescope overnight, he said. Before Webb came online, I thought maybe the universe isn't so interesting when you go beyond what we could see with the Hubble Space Telescope. But uh, that hasn't been the case at all. The universe has quite has been quite generous in uh, what it's showing us and this is just the beginning. Uh, Mayo Mayo Lino says the sensitivity of the uh, James Webb Space Telescope means that even old black holes may be found in the coming months and years. He said that uh, he and his team are hoping to use future observations from the James Webb Space Telescope to try and find smaller seeds of black holes, you know, little baby ones maybe, which may help them untangle the different ways the black hole might form, whether they start out large or they grow fast. And that's a good question. So astronomers are out there, detect, they detected the oldest black hole ever observed, thanks to the James Webb Space Telescope. That's an interesting one. Okay, on this day in history, we have um, 1998, Pope John Paul II. He was my favorite pope. God bless him. Uh, he's no longer with us. Uh, uh, demanded the release of political prisoners during his historical visit to Cuba back in 1998. And um, what else do we have? That's about it. Let's see. Do we have anything else here? No, I'm not seeing anything. That's the only thing. That's real. Well, we do have, let's see, uh, 
The, the city of Sao Paulo, founded in Brazil in 1554. Okay, that's a long time ago. And then, uh, let's see, back in 1890, the United Mine, Mine Workers of America was founded in order to improve working conditions and wages for coal miners back in 1890, a long time ago, as far as that goes. And um, we're pushing along here. So not much else going on in history. What's this one? Um, I can't think of... Okay. Nope, that's about it. Sort of a short list there. Um, this weekend... Well, actually, this Sunday, we got the, uh, for NFL American football, we have the conference championships. We got the NFL conference championship of the uh, NFC, the National Football Conference, and the American Football Conference. So in the American Football Conference, this Sunday at 3 p.m., it's uh, Kansas City Chiefs going to uh, Baltimore to play the Baltimore Ravens. And I'm not too happy with the Chiefs because they beat my Buffalo Bills. So, um, but I do think uh, that's going to be a really good game. And I'm rooting for the uh uh, Baltimore Ravens. I think they're the stronger of the two teams, but uh, don't count out the Chiefs. They could win it. They ended up beating the Bills. <laughs> so, um, and that was a good game last week. That was a good game. Um, I'm, I'm slowly getting over the loss of my beloved Buffalo Bills. All right. In the National Football Conference, we had the Detroit Lions going into San Francisco to play the San Francisco 49ers. And I'm choosing the Lions on that one, the visiting team. The Lions is a Cinderella football story this year. And uh, this is the first time in 50 years, I guess, they've been to a, uh, if not longer, to a, a national uh, football conference championship so uh and if they make it to the super bowl they'll be one of four that haven't so uh, there'll only be three left if they make it to the super bowl i would love to see the ravens and and lions now i have to i have to lean on the lions but i'm looking for good football my team is out so i'm looking for some good football but those are the two teams i'm going to uh sort of sort of root for but I'm looking for good football because uh, I love the NFL and football is a good sport as far as that goes and what it can teach uh, let's see basketball last night oddly enough I was watching uh, the Alabama Auburn basketball game and Auburn's up there in the standings I didn't realize that I like Auburn on the college football scene uh, but I watched some of that and Alabama squeaked by by two points winning it uh, it was a very close game and um, so that's the college basketball which in another month and a half we'll have March Madness so that's I'm looking forward to that so I'm sort of gearing towards watching some more basketball as football starts to go away with the in the championship rounds here because the Super Bowl will be um, when's the Super Bowl Super Bowl is February 11th so uh, and then, uh, but in basketball, again, I'm watching the NBA or sort of watching it, but uh, my teams are the Boston Celtics. That's number one. And I do like the New York Knicks and the, the New York Nets the, or the Brooklyn Nets, I should say, the Brooklyn Nets. And they didn't play. Last time they played was Tuesday. The Knicks played the Nets and the Knicks won 108 to 103. They were playing there in Brooklyn. And the Boston Celtics, when did they last play? Hmm. 
The big news in the NBA, though, I, uh, from all the uh, sports talk shows yesterday, is the um, the Milwaukee Bucks have a new coach. Let's see. When did the Celtics? Oh, they're the Celtics. Sorry, Celtics are right there. No, where are they? When did they play last? They played uh, last Friday. They lost to the Nuggets. And let's see, did they play Saturday? They usually play Saturday or Sunday. I'm looking over the, the listing here. And, oh, there they are. They beat the Rockets 116 to 107 on Sunday, but they didn't play Monday. No, they did play Monday. They played the Mavericks. <laughs> Open your eyes, Rich. <laughs> the Boston Celtics beat the uh, Dallas Mavericks 119 to 110. And then they were off Tuesday. They didn't play Wednesday. Let me check my eyes again. Yeah. But that, they got to be playing tonight. Yep, they're playing tonight. They're playing the Miami Heat. And let's see. I don't see the Knicks or the uh, Nets. So, and the Bulls are playing the Lakers, who are moving up the, the chart there. But uh, um, who's the new coach for the uh, Fal? Uh, let's see. Uh, new NBA coach. I should know this guy. Coach for the Bucks. Doc Rivers. I, God, I, I'm surprised. Doc Rivers, who used to play for the Atlanta Falcons, or Atlanta, um, oh, the Atlanta Hawks, which is a bird. I was close. <laughs> Doc Rivers, who, and he used to coach the Celtics, too. He used to be a, a, a thorn in the side of the Celtics when he played for the, for the Hawks. But he is the new coach for the um, – Milwaukee Bucks. I guess it's uh, quite a stir as far as uh, they fired their coach, who um, um, probably is seventy-five or seventy percent winning as a coach for the Bucks. So there's something going on there in Milwaukee. But maybe Doc Rivers will get it uh, going. And let's check. I think it's because of the standings, which they're second, but they're three games out, so they're up there in the standings. So um, I don't know if the players had a problem with the current coach or, or what, but uh, that's a big move right in midseason because uh, um, let's see, we got the Celtics in first in the Eastern Conference, three games behind is Milwaukee Bucks, four games behind that. Uh, behind the Celtics is uh, 76ers, and seven games is the Cavaliers and Knicks are number five. And Nets are down there. Behind the Hawks in number, spot 11. And over in the uh, Eastern Western Conference, you got the Thunder. They were playing last night. I didn't watch that game. That was on too late. I don't know who they – what did they play last night? Let's check. Let's check the scores. Well, Thunders, Nuggets, Clippers, and Suns. I like the Suns. Lakers are moving up. They went from – they were number 10 at the beginning of the week. They moved up to number 11. They're nine and a half games out. But the Thunder, I guess they're the, the team in the West. And did they win last night? Let's see. They played last night. I saw them on TV. Yeah, they beat the Spurs 140 to 114. Oh, my God. They killed the Spurs. So um, I'm trying to 
watch the basketball as far as that goes. So we'll be uh, incorporating that both here on the audio um, podcast as well as uh, over there on the uh, Twitch morning coffee broadcast as far as that goes, which uh, uh, both platforms are fun to to broadcast on. Okay, so uh, we're at... uh, Oh, we're coming up on 32 minutes, so we're going to go ahead and uh, I'd like to keep the audio podcast right around that 30-minute range. Uh, the uh, live stream broadcast over there on Twitch, that's another story. So we go one hour, two hours over there, it seems. We're maxing out at like an hour and a half to two hours of late. But it's fun because we have an active chat over there. So, okay, folks, this is Rich Roberts, Fireman Rich here on Spotify for Podcasters app. Uh, we're going to go ahead and exit stage left. Uh, just as a reminder. You can find me over there on X slash Twitter at Fireman Rich, Truth Social at Fireman Rich, Blue Skies at Fireman Rich, Instagram Threads at Fireman Rich. But over there on the public Facebook, it's the real Fireman Rich. And I'm over there on Rumble as Fireman Rich, where I repost the um, uh, morning coffee broadcast from Twitch. And I'm also over there on YouTube as at Richard M. Roberts. So uh, just check the uh, links that are in the show notes to the uh, audio podcast here the fireman rich audio podcast morning coffee and we're going to get our day started and uh, freshen up our first cup of coffee there and uh, get going and see what the day brings so we've got to walk to, hopefully we get a walk in i think we will i think the weather will hold to where we get a walk in all right folks you all have a great one wherever you may be on this big blue marble rich roberts fireman rich wishing you well live life have fun ciao for now as always peace Take care, folks.